the Lord be with you. Oh, for the gift to see ourselves as others see us. Scottish poet Robert Burns longed for that gift, but I see in God's word an even greater gift, and, and, and that is the gift to see ourselves as God sees us. It can be huge for us. And we're going to look at this today in the Old Testament book of Judges chapter 6. Is, here is the backstory as the nation of Israel is on lockdown. This is a low point in Israel's history. Judges 6 opens by saying that the Israelites did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the people have been brought to their knees by the Midianites, who, who now for seven years have been raiding Israel right at harvest time to steal their harvests and get on their camels and ride out of town. So in Judges 6, the supermarket shelves are empty. The nation is economically bankrupt. And it is at this dark time in the life of a nation that God calls a man, the most unlikely of men, and in calling him, helps him to see himself as God sees him. And that changes everything for the man and for the nation. Verse 11, I read, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, as his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. Note a couple things here. As it talks about the angel of the Lord, in the Old Testament, the the angel of the Lord, not, not an angel, but the angel of the Lord is actually the pre-incarnate, pre-Bethlehem appearing of Jesus Christ on earth. In fact, and later in this chapter, in verses 14, 16, and so forth, the angel of the Lord is identified as the Lord God. So here we see the angel of the Lord. He's coming and he's sitting under an oak tree where the man Gideon is beating out the wheat. He's threshing it in a wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. During normal times, they threshed wheat in an open field or on high ground so that the wind would blow away the chaff and the heavier grain would fall to the ground. And in normal times, they used animals to thresh the grain. But here they are in a new normal. And Gideon is desperately trying to hide what little harvest he has. And he is in a pit in the ground. He is in a wine press threshing the grain, not with animals, but all by himself. It's, it's, a, it's a small harvest, and it is pitiful to see what has happened to the nation. And this is when the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon, saying, The Lord is with you, you mighty warrior. I mean, I'm almost, almost going to laugh here. I mean, really, here is Gideon who is hiding from the Midianites, and, and the angel of the Lord says to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty warrior. And I just wondered, I mean, does Gideon think that this stranger is mocking him? I mean, he looks anything to be but a mighty warrior who has God with him. And so Gideon answers, uh, but, but sir, if, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And, and where are all his wonderful deeds that our ancestors recounted to us, but, but now the Lord has cast us off. And here we see Gideon as he is believing the lie. He's believing the old lie of Satan, believing that God has cast off his people, believing that God is not with them. Gideon will grant, he, 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 will, 
he will concede that in former days, God once did great deeds for the ancestors, but that was then, this is now, God has cast us off. But the angel of the Lord takes what was a common everyday greeting among people, and he speaks it into the life of Gideon. The Lord is with you. The Lord has not, has not cast you off. In fact, in Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, as Israel was in the wilderness, the Lord God made them this promise, be strong and bold, have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. The Lord is with you, Gideon. Note the present tense of the words, the Lord is with you. You are a mighty warrior. As God looks at Gideon, he sees far more than meets the eye. He sees through a man who is hiding out in fear to see Gideon as God had created Gideon to be. He sees the man as he truly is. This is the same God who called Abram the father of many nations before he had any children. The same God who called Peter the rock when, believe me, Peter looked to be anything but a rock. Oh, for the gift to see ourselves as God sees us. Mark, this is one of the great truths of Scripture that God right now sees you as he saw you before you were even born. God sees you as he created you to be. The angel of the Lord comes to Gideon, not shaming him, not condemning him, but the Lord is with you, you mighty warrior. God speaks to Gideon as God knows Gideon to be. So that the problem we see is not the Midianites. It's not. The problem is the Israelites in not seeing themselves as God sees them. Verse 14, I read on. Then the Lord turned to Gideon and said, Go in this might of yours. What might? Well, to see himself as God sees him. The Lord is with you, you mighty warrior. Go in this might of yours and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. I hereby commission you. Gideon responded, but sir, how can I deliver Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. Do you ever talk to yourself like that? You, you, you got the wrong guy, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm just a nobody. And the Lord said to Gideon, but I will be with you. Gideon, it's, it's really not about you anyway. It's, it's about who I am and I will be with you. And the rest, well, the rest is history. You can read it in Judges chapter seven as Gideon with an army of 300 men armed with only trumpets and broken jars puts to flight an army of 135,000. Oh, for the gift to see ourselves as God sees us. The Lord is with you, you mighty warriors. I'm Tim Smith, a fellow traveler on the Pilgrim Way. Thanks for listening. Until next time.